planet Earth, Michael Litton, the last DJ host of Ride the Vibe, broadcasting from the super cool DRS studio right here in Roswell, Georgia. My buddy, my friend, the proprietor, Waheed Gomes at the controls. It would not be a Ride the Vibe without Waheed because I don't know anything about technology. <laughs> but I do know that I can, as the last DJ, say what I want to say and play what I want to play. Great shout out to Tom Petty, the late great. And in this case, super stoked to have in the studio a band out of the Roswell, Georgia area, Puzzle Truck. Puzzle Truck writes songs with a unique set of house rules. Number one, they tell stories. They come first. Many of the stories are about growing up in a small town in rural Georgia. Number two, no music could be created and written until the story slash words are finished. Pretty cool. And number three, Stephen, that would be Stephen Blackburn, who's in the studio with his mate Rick Reese, bass player extraordinaire. Stephen could not write any music for the stories on an electric guitar, had to be an acoustic guitar or piano. These house rules were to help them completely rethink how they would write songs. So Stephen and Rick, welcome to The Vibe. Yeah, thank you so much, Mike. Glad to be here. Oh my gosh, super stoked to have you yeah. all. And you're, uh, for your fans that are legion and growing, but may not be familiar with Ride the Vibe, the way we roll the show, it's a podcast. And so we're going to play six songs, not in their entirety, because we want people to go out and buy your music somewhere where you can make, you know, a couple shuckles. Um, but we're going to play a couple minutes of each song, and then we're just going to chat about the music. I like to say it's um, like an old-fashioned listening party format, uh, an audio liner notes, that yeah, kind of love thing. It. Yeah. So a podcast. And we encourage listeners to get a beverage of their choice. Now, in the studio, we are fortunate because Stephen and Rick, as the first guests we've had, Wahid, in five years, actually bought us a bottle of vodka. And it's a special bottle of vodka because it's a cathead bottle of vodka and it's honeysuckle. And for those of you that don't know, cathead is a term that was coined in Mississippi as a compliment. It's primarily started with blues musicians. So I would say of Puzzle Truck, Puzzle Truck are a bunch of catheads. <laughs> and that would be a high compliment. <laughs> and uh, Cathead is proud to uh, support live music. So we're always happy to have some Cathead. And this is a uh, cheers. Cheers. Cheers, you guys. This yeah. is uh, very tasty. Can they hear Honeysuckle. that? Yay. Yeah. And y'all, uh, a lot of vodkas, or a lot of, yeah, a lot of flavored vodkas, they, uh, you know, do the syrupy thing. Yeah. Cathead does not do this. This is actual honeysuckle, as I understand it. So we're we're delighted to have Cathead. And thank you, Stephen and Rick, for... For sure. For, uh, it's delicious. Yeah, very tasty. So talk about the rules. I mean, let's start there, if you would. Well, um, J.B. Hopkins is our lyricist. He was the original drummer of the band. And J.B. and I have known each other since we were 15. And uh, several years ago, after life took us in different ways, um, we got back together and he said, you know, let's, make, let's keep a promise that we made to each other when we were 15 and let's write music, you know, as we get into our, our older age. And I guess we're there. So, um, anyway. Wiser we, age, we like to say. Wiser. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm wise. But <laughs> so, anyway, um, so we did establish these sort of ground rules, the house yeah. rules. And it was, hey, I, we just, let's tell stories. Yeah. Let's tell unique and different stories. This is not necessarily, I love you, you love me, we broke yeah. up. It, um, and so, a lot of the stories are around growing up in Washington, Georgia, which is where we're from. Yeah. And, uh, and that's just and outside of Athens, it's outside of Athens. Athens yeah. yeah. Uh, down 78. And we're going to talk about yeah. the influence of the Athens music scene, but not right at this yeah. minute. So, um, one of the things that, you know, he, you know, he was very focused on is I want to tell these stories. I want to talk about those things, talk about observations of today and, yeah. and, and imagery. And, and so I thought, yeah, this will, this will be great. And, uh, and he sort of stopped me, said, okay, but we're going to start with that. And you can't write any music until you get the story. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you've talked to a lot of musicians, especially ones that are guitar players. They come up with a riff or right. here's a chord structure and I'll import lyrics. And he yeah. said, you can't do that. Wow. And you, I mean, how'd that feel? It was, I, of, was very awkward at first. Yeah, I bet. And I, um, you know, he would send me some music. I mean, 
I got an idea for this. Okay, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. But his, it was the idea of rethinking how you construct and create mm-hmm. and don't have anything in mind. Let the story, let the story tell you what to play. Did that come mm-hmm. from, um, you know, an influence that he had or did he just, you know, is that no, it's, him, him coming up with that? Well, we've written songs over the years yeah. and, um, and he thought, let's just turn it on its head. Mm-hmm. Let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's like that. He's, he's. Things he's different a, as Steve Jobs brilliantly coined. Yes. Um, but it was a way of, of saying, okay, if, if you have this music in front of you and it speaks to you in a different way, are you going, is the output going to be different? Yeah. And of course I was like, yeah, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then starting to do it. I don't know what I'm doing here. I, I'm going to go back into my, you know, my... <laughs> my old ways. Right, my old ways. <laughs> I've got some ideas I'm going to bring forward. Yeah. So it did, it did take a while. But the other thing he said is, okay, and I don't want you to write anything on your electric guitar. And that's, I had an acoustic somewhere in the basement. <laughs> and I thought... Dust well, covered. Right. Maybe I'll find it. I don't yeah. even know if I can tune it. Yeah. But, it, anyway, he said, I don't want you to write anything on your electric guitar. And I was like, well, well why not? And he said, well, yeah. it all kind of sounds the same. And of course, my thought was, how dare you? Yeah, right. That's outrageous. Don't insult me like that. that. That's <laughs> preposterous. Of course, he was completely correct. And as a bass player, yeah. Rick's going, yeah, that's right. That, oh, yeah. <laughs> so we started writing these songs in this format, and it was sort of slow. And mm-hmm. some things didn't necessarily work. But, you know, as he said, let's just, let's just try it. Yeah. Let that be. Right. Let that evolve. And, uh, and so I, I did enjoy the process. Even today, if I go down and try to write something, I need, I need some inspiration in front of me. And yeah. I need some of the words. Yeah. So anyway, um, he said, okay, you can do it on uh, acoustic or play it on piano. And most of the songs that you hear, you'll hear a piano in the back. You'll mm-hmm. hear an acoustic. Mm-hmm. So I brought it forward brought a forward. lot of that. Yeah. But, you know, we've added on layers to yeah. it, including bass. So. Yeah. Um, that was um I love it. That, well it's unique. I don't think we've had anyone in the studio that's talked about that structure like yeah, that, which it, is cool. Well, it was I don't know that it's um you know, I keep thinking, I wonder if these are actually different than they would be if we were doing it just, you know, the other way. Since, but yeah, it's hard to compare. Well, yeah. I think we gotta hear one, right? Please. And I, I I wanna play uh, we're gonna kinda work backwards in your discology. Okay. Starting with your most recent release. Okay. And then we've got some uh, in there, three songs that are going to be on a new album. That's correct. Or new EP that's coming out. We're going to talk about that. But if we could, Waheed, let's cue up The Orchard. In the blue sky, born of cards A farmer sits alone with his memories Wondering what went wrong and how he's lost his song The rain bounced against the windowpane
by Michael Litton, the last DJ. I've got Puzzle Truck in the studio. Stephen Blackburn, vocalist, guitarist, and Rick Reese, bass player extraordinaire. That was The Orchard. And you may have uh, noticed a local-flavored uh, vocalist in there. That's Jeannie Karen. And Jeannie says about Puzzle Truck, they are fantastic musicians. I love their unique storytelling, stories that are universal and can resonate with all listeners. So uh, hats off to uh, Jeannie for the vocal work on that song and that nice quote. And uh, Stephen, talk about how uh, you met this cat, this bass player, this Rick, Rick Reese guy. Yeah, so we, um, so JB and I were out playing uh, acoustically. I'd play acoustic and he'd have a, a floor tom with some mallets and a towel. And so we were doing that for a while and we went to... Um, uh, we a went. Uh, we went to a place <laughs> where Rick was uh, was in the house band or was participating in a house band, yeah. and both Jamie and I looked up and we heard Rick playing. We went, we want him. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't care. We want him to play with us. And uh, so, interestingly enough, we went to Rick's house. And uh, they we followed were me home after the show. I didn't in my yeah. in our hood, we're, even Rick, yeah. uh, Rick and I are in the same, the same hood. In okay. the hood. You Martin's Landing. We saw him play, and then interesting enough, we went to his house. Like, wait a minute, we stalked him down. Yeah, we, so, we, we 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 spoke first. Yeah, we did. We didn't just stalk him on his way. Interesting enough, he, we were waiting for him when he arrived. Home. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we did. Maybe we were stalking you. I can. Sure, it's a podcast. Yeah, we'll bleep that out. No, that wasn't on the rules. Yeah, no, that wasn't part the rules we stalk our bass players um but awesome. we you know rick invite us hey won't you come to the house and we'll yeah. just we'll just play together and just see how it and uh so we got to rick's house and we met his parents yeah. and his his father said well hey, hey you know where are you guys from he said oh we're from a small town in georgia you've never heard of it in washington georgia and he said oh wilkes county so his dad wow. knew and had done some work it's a longer story but it yeah. done some work essentially with the historical society the oh, no. in Wilkes well, the, County, the, the Kettle Creek um, yeah. battlefield memorial, oh, wow. memorial society. Yeah. yeah, we go there every year. And, yeah, and and that's where we're from. In uh, fact, my parents' house is called Kettle Creek yeah, Manor. Manor. But you are so, you are you are not from there, Rick, because you no. have a pedigree with Berkeley School of Music. Yeah, yeah. Talk and actually, that. went to, I went to high school in Pittsburgh too. Oh no like, way! Like what I heard uh, you say earlier? What North Hills? Oh no way! So Fox Chapel. Okay. Yeah, I'll be darned. You graduate from there? Yeah. I'll be darned. And I first saw you, met you, when uh, we were doing the Martin's Landing Band in Martin's Landing at the River Lodge. Yeah. And we had sort of an invitation to... Right? A lot of particulars in this interview. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Not conversation. Yeah. And um, met you through that. You, you stepped up and rocked the bass yeah. as a guest. Uh, yeah, I was well. Yeah, I, I was I was invited to play three songs. Yeah, you know, and so what uh, were the? Do you remember the three? Because I do not. Um, well, yeah, there were, I think there was super, <laughs> superstition. Ah, yes, and a couple other ones. Great you know, bass, line. bass songs. Yes, you know? yeah, from uh, our mutual friend Basil Banco. Yes, so shout out to player. the Basil. There, yeah, are Janine and Basil down in Florida now. Bass player with a spice name. Yeah, <laughs> Basil Banco. You gotta love that as a bass yeah, player. Well, I mean, you know, Rick Reese too. Alliteration. Yes, you gotta yes, go with the alliteration. Yes, yes. Really Rick Reese. Sort of, yeah, your, your destiny was sealed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to come back and talk about uh, your your uh, background as My a life. bass player. Yeah, your life. But we'll have to abbreviate a little bit. Do uh, the readers digest. Yeah. But in the meantime, we're gonna hear. A song that is going to be coming uh, or going to be on your soon-to-be-released Sound Paint yeah. EP. And when uh, any, I know things are fluid, but you have tease uh, listeners up for um, probably or, early September ah, is when nice. we're going to. Okay, right. So we've we've got it mixed, we've got it mastered. Yeah. So we're um, we're and getting it. And how will you on. how will you release it? Singles or an EP? No, actual? we're going to. It's, it's going to be a six-song EP. EP. Well, um, uh, actual physical? No. Um, <laughs> Well, we'll probably have a few um, a yeah. few CDs made, you know, because we're old guys. For the, for the yeah. old guys. For those vintage Plus, believe, guys. So Amazon um, does on demand, though, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Oh, they will. Yeah. So yeah. if you order from Amazon, they, I think you can order CD. Yeah, yeah ah, you can. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, Which uh, is really makes a lot more sense, because yeah. back in the old days, you know, we'd have a, a storage unit full of boxes of CDs. Yeah, and right. they never moved. Yeah. Had to, in fact, yeah. one, of, one of the big releases we had in the 90s was this co-aligned co, uh, with a UPS strike, so that was terrible. <laughs> So they just sat. Yeah, I mean, we literally had store. I mean, they, this was like a big deal. Like, yeah, and there was no use. Well, I'm older than you. I we had boxes of records, right? Like 
33 and a third RPM. They had to try to move them. Right. You couldn't, only if there was a way we could release our record through the air. Right. You know, and now here we are. Here we are. That's what we do. Here we are. Well, let's hear if we could, Wahine, let's tee up or queue up, rather, I should say, 40 watt floor. DJ playing what he wants to play and saying what he wants to say. And in this case, playing some killer music, original music, because that's what we do here on Ride the Vibe, from Puzzle Truck, band out of the North Fulton area, I should say, because they, they've got more than just Roswell roots. And that is 40-watt floor off their soon-to-be-released EP Sound Paint. So you want to check that out. And we were chatting, uh, you can probably get that on Amazon as a pre-order if you're old-fashioned like an actual CD. Yeah. So, Rick, uh, talk a little bit. We touched on North Hills and Pittsburgh, and then, yeah. you know, where'd you, you went Berkeley School went of Music. Berkeley School of Music after that, uh-huh, 87 uh, to 91. I love it. I love it. And that's when I, uh, halfway through, I met a guy named Chris Obler, and that's when we started our little group yeah. out of Boston. And you did a, 12, 12 and years. talk about the Cosmic Sled. Cosmic that's a, Sled. That is a fascinating little. Uh, well, it was a school bus originally yeah, yeah. The, from the Oyster Bay school district in New Hampshire. We had moved to New Hampshire. Okay. Yep. And after graduation, I, I went to New Hampshire. Yep. And Chris had, um, he had this old farmhouse out there that yeah. he had purchased. Yeah. And so we had built an outbuilding well, uh, was already there for a rehearsal studio. We had started a record company. We yeah. had a little office and we needed a place, uh, a way to travel. So we had the school bus and yeah. we thought it would be really neat to play on top. So we started that way, just a platform. Yeah. And we went to Florida with all our stuff and pulled it out, set it all up. And like, you know, this would be a lot better if it just could stay up there. <laughs> so we got back to New Hampshire and we told the, we had like the, the big rig, you know, mechanic place in town. And look, this is what we want to do. We want to yeah. weld the buttons. Anyway, it became this tinker toy project. Were you hearkening back to the Merry Pranksters? Well, basically. <laughs> is that sort of the genesis? Well, no, of? no, not really. That was yeah. a lot. I mean, the people, in fact, CNN did a story on us. Okay. And they Very actually, cool. it, part of the starts out with, as of Ken Keister's Ken Mary Keister, Pranksters sure. involved, yes. right. the trip to go it see uh, Timothy Leary of yeah. West Coast meets yeah the meets bus East yeah, Coast. Was, <laughs> further yeah. was the bus further yes yeah. right right so right. It, I mean it was just a tour bus that yeah. we built a studio in the back yeah. and speakers in the sides yeah. and the whole thing lifted up and the idea was to just do publicity and yeah. we had a we had a a publicist yeah. out of California and we picked like two hundred places around the country. 
from a book. Yeah. <laughs> this is like the 95, 90, you know, they didn't really have the internet. Like, no, like, right. Yeah. So like the world's largest bottle of ketchup, um, <laughs> house shaped like a shoe, uh, largest ball of Unique. Wine. Right. So these were like Americana. Guinness. Yeah, Americana. Right. Guinness's and we threw in a lot of like weird towns like Success and Intercourse and Licking Missouri and all yeah, the yeah. cool stuff. Yeah. And some baseball stadiums here and there. And um, anyway, we just got in the bus and went. Wow. And we had How many pieces? It was three-piece. Yeah. And uh, which kind of ties in the puzzle truck a little bit. Yeah. Because I spent 10, 12 years in this three-piece and, and utilizing samples and playing... Because we would record a lot of cool stuff, and then how do we reproduce it? And so mm -hmm. I started playing a lot of MIDI, and and which makes it just a lot of fun, right? Yeah. And so we can get the story another day for the Cosmic Sled. But, I mean, yeah. we play it all over the Where country. Where is the Cosmic Sled? Well, it's currently sitting in New Hampshire. Is um, it still in its... Uh... No, well, uh, Chris passed away of ALS in 2004. Uh, mm. So everything kind of got changed, and I had moved, and yeah. uh, his wife had kept it and had had the engine removed and turned it into like a a playhouse for the kids had a pad port and it's mm. still i mean you can go google earth and see it ah, but sure. his brother and i are developing a, a film about oh. sonic joyride chris and yeah. als yeah and uh if it all you know we you know we're you know there's some and would do use it as a fundraiser for als perhaps oh yeah absolutely because chris has started a foundation called ah. hope happens back okay. before he died say it again say hope it. happens hope happens dot org so people and they've, can find it there. Yeah, and, and they've raised millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. So they, uh, they basically fund nonprofit research laboratories to On fast ALS. track uh, and all of uh, our orphan diseases, yeah. you know, that, that aren't really, because that's the, Chris's idea was, what's the, where's the breakdown? Yeah. We got the brain power. We, it's the profit motive, right? Mm -hmm. There's not a profit in 30,000 people a right, year that right. die of ALS. So right. that's why his grandfather had it. And then he had it with zero difference in diagnosis or prognosis. Mm. So anyways, From that period of time, from right. grandfather to him. So the movie is going to be like this passion and this artist and this crazy bus idea. And then he gets yeah. stricken with this disease. And then how he turns in, into um, the foundation, which they've just had their first drug. Uh, FDA approved for oh, uh, wow. a a form wow. of there's a certain yeah. protein uh, thing about a certain slice of ALS yeah, yeah. that it improves and so it's like it's a kind of an interesting I love it, it. there's a lot going on there but anyway the bus will be rebuilt oh I love that if it, if we can get the, all the financing for the well movie. maybe we'll do a show why what do you think we'll do a show from the bus get oh, that yeah. bus Have down to do here that. yeah well I, I would love them to take it on the road as as yeah um, around as, here as, as um, well all over to yeah, sort of with puzzle truck. Yeah, well, with a bunch of artists and yeah. do as fun like once or twice a year. But anyway, yeah. it's pretty interesting. I love story, it. But. Well, let's uh, yeah. let's cue up "Stray Clown Paints," which is another yeah. song off of Sound Paint, the soon-to-be-released Puzzle Truck EP. And sip some more cathead, some more hot yoga. Woo!
by Michael Litton, the last DJ, having a fascinating conversation with Puzzle Truck, Stephen Blackburn, vocalist and guitarist, and Rick Reese, bass player extraordinaire. We like those alliterations. Rick Reese, bass player. That's mm. cool. <laughs> we just played Straight Crown Paints. And as Jeannie said, a unique storytelling. And uh, at the top of the show, we talked about why that is, the house rules. But talk about uh, how you all met Jeannie and the collaboration with her a little bit, if you would. Sure. One of, the, one of the first open mics uh, that JB and I did before Rick joined, yeah. uh, Jeannie was the host. And um, if anyone's been to the open mics, usually the host does a few songs to sort of get it kick started. And yeah. Uh, we watched, and she played a couple of her original songs, and both JB and I went, oh, she's going to sing with us. We <laughs> we want her to play with us. Uh, so um, Good taste. So, no, I, I, and very, yeah, I've not it, met JB, but JB, you got to have you come back to Roswell. We'll, we'll, we'll make that happen. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but Jeannie was great, and we said, well, you know, we're going to go in the studio, and we, you know, we're going to record, we, yeah. you know. I basically begged her, and uh, <laughs> you pry her with some. Uh, she's a tequila I, girl, I, I believe. I, I think there Did was a bottle of tequila. I think there was some Chick Fil A sandwiches. <laughs> nice. Um, I had her on a meal plan. Ah, I just very good. whatever whatever yeah. I could do. Well, she's to, a teacher, so you got that teacher that, salary right. thing. So yeah. But um, but what was wonderful about it is, um, and there's a few songs that she's on, and yeah. you didn't really have to, didn't really have to tell her much. Just right. said, okay. Just start here and then do what you want. And yeah. she did. She's uh, she's enormously talented and yes. a good friend. But yep. um, and she's going to continue, hopefully, to to do some stuff with us. We we just like she has a unique voice. Yeah. And uh, well, that's how I met y'all. Yeah. At uh, Charlton's in Roswell. God bless uh, Charlton's before yep. they closed yep. due to you know all the funk. But anyway, you guys were playing there, and you had JB on drums. Yep. And Jeannie sang one song when she'd invited me to come and see you all. So yeah, very, and I think cool. it was the song we played. It was The Orchard. Ah, Orchard. interesting. Yeah. Wow, very yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, we are going to take just a short break to support our sponsor, because there would not be a Ride the Bob without my friend Waheed Combs' generosity. And he's got DRS ATL, but also for you musicians that are looking for a way to make money while you sleep, and who wouldn't want to do that? You want to check out Verde Music because that's a publishing arm that Waheed has and he will hook you up and get you situated with all of that so your uh, songs can be linked with shows and make you millions of dollars. So how about that? So we will be right back on Ride the Bob. We've got three more songs we're going to play from Puzzle Truck. DRS provides professional audio mixing and mastering services. They also provide other creative services, such as voiceover editing, audio restoration, and audio forensics. They have great customer service, their work is fast and efficient, and their prices are affordable. You can learn more about their creative services by visiting them on the web at drsatl.com. Again, that's drsatl.com. Or call them at 404-590-0779. Again, that's 404-590-0779. DRS, when the right sound matters. We are back on Ride the Vibe with Puzzle Truck. And I have to ask, Puzzle Truck, unique name. I've, I've been talk, talking to some musician friends going, hey, I'm going to have a conversation with Puzzle Truck. And they all go, whoa, what a cool name. We wish we thought of that. <laughs> so uh, when, when Jamie and I started, we, uh, our name, our, we just had to have a band name. And yeah. so it was 213. And the reason why it was 213 is we're two of 13 graduates uh, in our high school. Uh, okay. And so... 13, your graduating class. 13 uh, people wow. in our graduating hey, class. Uh, North Hills and Fox Hill like were a little larger than that. Yeah, that's just the graduating class. Yeah, exactly. And, and so the conversation would start, <laughs> well, yeah, Steve and I'm playing, we were two of 13 graduates. And so 213 yeah. started and we just, I don't know, we sort of grew out of that. We'd had Puzzle Truck as, um, I think it was one of, um, I can't remember exactly where it was. I think it was JB's, uh, wife had come up with it and said, "Oh, you ought to puzzle truck." And we thought, mm. and I we had named a couple of songs that that we had written, and we just we never had a place for it. And then he mentioned it one day. I went, "Yeah, that's it. That's the name of the that's band. the name wow. of the band, Puzzle Truck." Wow. So one word. Well, now you uh, you you I've heard that you had an afro at one time. 
And you feel, I, I tried to find it, but I couldn't because I'm not very technologically savvy, as I mentioned at the top of the show. But I understand that you had a band called The Surf and you were on Ed McMahon's Star Search we, we and were. made, you know, you got, tell me about that. So, um, you don't have to talk about the Afro if you don't okay. want to. <laughs> I, I did have an Afro. Um, I keep it hidden now. Um, but um, so we were in a, we, we started a band in Athens. Yep. And um, instead of, you know, waiting tables or doing all those odd jobs, I said, well, we could, you know, we could play music on the weekends and make a few bucks. Yeah. And, um, and so uh, the surf was born. Yeah. And again, we, we actually, the first time we played, we actually played a couple of original songs. And we thought, you know, long-term that we should do that. But yeah. um, So surf as in take off kind of on the Beach Boys? Or well, it was, really? you know what? That's interesting. We um, kind of at that time, beach music, shag music yes, was, was very popular. South. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, Myrtle and, Beach, South Carolina. Right. And so we had, we had been asked to perform at a sorority function. Yeah. And it was our first gig. And we thought, well, we, we have to have a name. Yeah. You know, if we, uh, if they think we play beach music, we'll get a bunch of these sorority gigs. Yes. So the surf was kind of, it was a joke and we, yeah. we didn't know. And it just <laughs> kind of took off Went from off. there. Yeah. But we did not play any beach music. We, you know, we, <laughs> we played Beatles and Stones and Monkeys. Oh, very and, good. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, the, the, the shag, right? Yeah, that's right. So, they're very, people are very particular. I remember I was, uh, I, I was out and about as a single man and I asked a, a woman to, da to dance yeah. at an event and she said, can you shag? Can I you went, shag? no. Yeah. She goes, well, I'm not going to dance with Can't you. That was it. it. Yeah. Non-starter. Right. Like, well, then I suppose sex is out of the question. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. All right, Waheed, we are going to queue up Trapeze Artist in a Birdcage off of the soon-to-be-released sound. So I have to agree with Jeannie Karen and I absolutely love the unique storytelling of Puzzle Truck and a far cry from Rick's, or excuse me, uh, Stephen's days with the surf <laughs> playing three-chord stuff. Yep. <laughs> what yep. was it like meeting, I just want to, what was it like meeting Ed McMahon? Did you, did you get to meet him? We, we did. Cool um, cat? Was he, was he? <laughs> he? He got out of the limo, you know, killing drinks. Oh, he did. Every, yeah. Everything was prompted. And so he just read really? this and then. limo, really killing drinks? Uh, that somebody told me that I yeah. I didn't see it, but uh, <laughs> but uh, a lot of details we're getting. You I, heard it first. I don't know the vibe. God bless you. Okay, sorry to his family, I, but I think that was true. <laughs> no, well, but at I the mean, end of the show, you know, we we got to shake hands, and ah, but he did. was sort of in and out. But yeah. it was uh, it was a unique experience. Good experience. And you made it through one round, or so two we, rounds, or we something. we got on two episodes. We won the first one, yeah. and then um, 
we were, I, I don't want to say we lost, we were defeated yeah. uh, on the second right. one, but it was, but it well, was what great. What band defeated you? What, what were they Actually, playing? I remember the name. Yeah, I, I'm It was called The Zoo. The Zoo. And what yeah. kind of music were they playing? Were they just... Well, it was all original music. Yeah, so, okay. Um, we shouldn't have lost. Okay, yeah. there's still bitterness, yeah, bitterness there too. after three decades. Have but. another cat head. Yeah. There's a guy let me, let me have a swallow of this. Right Sorry. Going, I was in the zoo. Yeah, Whoa. I was in that band. No. I'm going to stalk that guy down. I have stalk that guy. Yeah. Guy. Oh, no, <laughs> not details. We're not giving Rewind details. this okay. show. Find his address. Find <laughs> but but what, was, what was great is, uh, you know, when we came back, uh, from that, because we spent like ten days out in LA, they treated yeah, you right. It was yeah. a, it was a fantastic big deal for you know, boys three uh, five boys guys from, from Athens, yeah, Georgia, right. yeah, and right. so and you know we we had a good time. We misbehaved yeah. a fair amount, yeah. and uh, oh, in fact, should. what was interesting is they had you come in at nine o'clock that morning, and you couldn't leave. They they filmed the show at five o'clock that night. Wow! So because they wanted to make sure that you didn't they had, get, go stray or right. get yeah, lost. Right. They wanted or, everybody crowd or and, and not uh, a drunk or something yeah. else. Yeah. So wow. uh they Very they cool. kept this un, under wraps, but it was it was what a an great experience. experience. Though, yeah. It was an amazing experience it. and just to have that kind of on the musical resume, we we got a lot more gigs, yeah, gigs out of it, sure, better paying gigs sure. and so it was um it was it was fun. I I was glad to do that and you know, even my kids look at it and go God, Dad, I don't even recognize you. Jeez. So you have, <laughs> see, I tried to find it. Jeannie told me to look for him. I couldn't it's, find it's, it. It's it's somewhere out there on, I mean, on, I have it. on oh, really? oh, good. somewhere well, out there on me, YouTube. You, but um, <laughs> and so you, uh, Stephen, have a monkey's uh, tie dyed shirt on. I'm big 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 monkeys fan. All I, right. So I want to tee up uh, influences. Sure. And I'll start with you because I went to the monkey shirt, but. Obviously, out of Athens, yep. some influences there. Why a big fan of the Monkees? Talk about because they have an interesting story about. Oh yeah, them as it, a band and yeah. how they, you know. So I had an older brother, he's four years older, and he was into music, and um, so he was a big Beatle fan, yeah. like early on, and so I was a Beatle fan, and then then he got into the Monkees, so I got into the Monkees, and I didn't understand that they didn't write their own songs; right. they had other people, and the yeah. Beatles did, but. Yeah. So we became Monkees fans. Uh, and um, interestingly enough, a couple of years ago, they came through Atlanta, mm. the last two surviving members, yeah. Mickey Dolans and, and Michael Nesmith. And one of them was a good player or both some. Uh, Michael was actually, he actually wrote some some songs. Yeah. You know, they they had other people that came in and did songs right. for them, like right. Carol King yes. and, I mean, Neil Diamond. Big, I mean, they, big name people. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, so I got a chance to see them, wow. you know. What was um, the venue? Uh, it was at... Uh, Downtown the uh, the symphony uh, okay. symphony orchestra yeah. area. Um, yeah. I can't think of the name of it now, yeah. but anyway, uh, and it was some just, good cat head. It, it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make sure I rem remember to tell me my name here. Yes, right, Steve. Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, but what was interesting, it was a month before Michael Nesmith died, oh, so it's wow. just the two of them. Yeah. And I, I turned into a seven-year-old. I was singing all, you know, my wife's, please sit down. No, yeah. no, I'm I'm singing all yeah. these songs, you know, yeah. reflecting back. So, but, but so music, they were an influence they were, out of they Athens were, who would, and then I want to go to Rick to get. So, so just, you know, I was listening to, um, you know, Aerosmith and Queen and, yeah. and these songs and got to Athens and all of a sudden there's this, you know, there's just this vibrant music scene. Right. Very, very alternative yes. music. And yes. And I remember listening to REM thinking, they need another good, they need two guitar players. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't. And then it finally started to click. You went, these guys are creating their own genre of music. Yeah. And they did. The yeah. 52s and yeah. 10,000 Maniacs yeah. and yeah. Dream So Real. They, all these bands were, but you could go down to the 40 Watt Club yeah. and hear some amazing, unique music that you Hence weren't hearing the name the of the song, 40 Watt Floor. It, it is a, <laughs> inspired it is a, by that. Yeah. It was a testament because we never got to play there. Yeah. Because um, we were a pop band and yeah. it really wasn't a, our scene. Still it's, it's, it's still there. Well, yeah. darn it all, 40 Watt Club, get Steven yeah. and Puzzle Truck back. Yeah, we <laughs> book them, will you? Come on now, y'all. And Rick, uh, how about influences for you? Um, well, I think at a certain point, you forget what your influences were. Yeah, because there's so many. <laughs> yeah, you get, or you're so old. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's Wiser. more it, yeah. I mean... But bass player, who do you like? I mean, who... Well, who when I you... started, of course, it was Getty Lee. A Getty Lee, okay. Um, yeah. It was a field day at a junior high school. Yeah. And girl brought in a boom box with moving picture cassette, and I'd never heard yeah. anything so cool. And that was it for you? Well, and I was already playing saxophone in the in the 
band. So this is at North Hills. No, this is in Connecticut. In Connecticut. And uh, you still pick up the sax or no? You're all uh, no. I mean, I, I have it. I haven't played it in a while. I think oh. there's some mold growing in it. Last <laughs> I checked, I was. I had actually had it. A friend of mine who was a great sax player took it to a guy and he said you know he'll need x amount of dollars to get it going well now i know you know. so how'd you transition well from, the bass the bass was already at, at the school right they uh -huh. had the jazz band owned a, you know just yeah. so i could take it home on the weekends and when i go oh that cool sound is the bass yeah on you know because before that i had just really been listening to what my parents had listened to oldies and whatnot yeah and so getty was the first and then yeah. you know then there's jocko and stanley clark oh, and yeah and uh but at this point it, i'm I, I would say me on my own yeah, influence. Right, I, right. I'm just, I, I just, I just, right. I just, I, I started and yeah. I'm, you know, it's like a trajectory, right? You just yeah. go and you just keep playing and you keep exploring. So would you put Jocko and Stanley up there as top? Oh, well, sure. Five, yeah. But I mean, yeah. at the same time, it just sounds ridiculous too. Like, right. oh yeah, my influences are these great, like the Mount Rushmore of bass. But, right. But, uh, but yes. Well, why wouldn't they be? Why wouldn't they right. be? Right. right. And there's a million people right. I hear on YouTube, you never know their name, you know, yeah. but at a certain point, you just have to take, you know, you, you, you learn the words, right? And then you speak the language. So, right. you know, I'm just, I've, I, you know, it, you spend more years speaking than learning. Yeah. Your influences, to me, become myself. I right. mean, I, I record almost everything, you know, all the time and I'll yeah. go back. And I went through a whole year of, during the COVID of doing a, a bass diary every day. Wow. And so I'll go back and look at them and go, oh, yeah. it's kind of cool. And then that got weird because then I would start doing green screen and, yeah, crazy thing. So, but you are, as, as Jeannie said, you guys are fantastic musicians, but you're very serious about your craft. Yeah. I mean, you don't take it lightly. You practice. You're, is that a piece of advice you would give to, um, what, what would you give to up-and-coming up musicians? What would you say to them? I, you got it so much better now. <laughs> <laughs> because of the, do you think they do? Because oh, all the technology. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you kidding oh, me? It's, it's a lot simpler to record, uh, no doubt. But is it, well, but is it just take learning? Away, though? Mm. Uh, well, I mean, it can be diluted for sure. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, it, it probably is harder though because there's too much of a. You need discipline and you need focus. Right. And you know, I coined something. You know, practice doesn't make perfect, but perfect practice. But practice. But the pursuit of perfection makes practice perfect. Yeah. So you'll never be perfect. Yeah. But if you don't, but the practice is the perfect vehicle to get better. Right. You know, so I've, I've over the years have developed, you know, you know, grids and systems and crazy things to work on stuff. But Do you teach? Teach uh, if someone wanted to learn uh, bass? Very rarely I teach. Okay. I've taught and I, I find that. But not uh, your. Well, that's that they never follow through. Nobody. I, I just don't. <laughs> no, honestly, I just. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, one th I don't want to teach cover song. I don't want to teach from a music school. Right. I want, if somebody wants to learn my philosophical approach to yeah. it, because that's really the fingers and all the muscle stuff. You just can, you can practice that. Yeah. But it's how do I approach like with the music kind of getting back to puzzle truck a little bit mm -hmm. from where I started, you know, and I went through all arc of all different bands and like with these rules, of course mm -hmm. I wasn't around for. <laughs> But I you're get, not a rule he, follower. As no, we, we no, talked no, about he, well, on break. He won't, he no. won't listen to my rules. It's not true, though. I, <laughs> apparently, I love rules. Uh, I have a shot. I was on romper room when I was young, and they had a big uh, stoplight, and it turned red, and I stopped the line, and everyone was going around me, and I was like, "Hey, I was like, I was like, what's Just your on? own rule? You follow your own rules. Yeah. yeah, But anyway, so after this, the story's written, and this, and the song is sort of composed. I get it. And then I listen to the story too, and yeah. I listen to what he's created, and I create the energy. Like, mm -hmm. what's the energy of this song going to be like? That, do, that, that's right. In do fact, we, do we want most, it to be most of the stuff that that I send to Rick? It's very rudimentary. Mm -hmm. It's just some chords. Here's sort of a melody line, and then I let him react. Energize it. it. Yeah, but a but based on what the content though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, what's a yard on fire like? Mm -hmm. You know, what kind of, is it a, is it a frenzy? Mm -hmm. What's the bass line going to be? And there's no drums, right? Yeah. Just bass. And then this last go around, we had three different drummers for six songs. Mm -hmm. Right. We wanted to see what, so that we would write all six of the songs together back and forth over email. And then we'd send it to, a, we'd pick a drummer and then we send it to them and we don't give them really any advice. Like no. hopefully mm -hmm. enough of the information is in there. Yeah. You just. To and take, we tell them, react to it. Yeah. And we want to capture that. Right. We just want to capture that inspiration. So that's so we don't neat. overwork it. Are you uh, close? Do you think to finding a drummer that'll yeah. be a fit? You, you have, what, or, there's a lot of fits out there. Yeah, we have uh, a good bench. Yeah, yep, we have okay. a we have good good, good bench. Yeah. Nice. But for for right now, we're you know since you JD like the left, way you're doing it. Yeah. Um, 
but at some point, I think what we want to do is we'd like to take this music on the road yeah. at some point. And so we probably will, we'd like to have something a little bit more permanent. Yeah. But the way we're recording, it's, it's really nice to just throw some ideas yeah. at different people. Dynamic. And all of a sudden they do this and you go, I would have, hundred years, I would have never thought to yeah, do that. Yeah, to do it that way. And we adjust a little bit. I adjust after Rick puts his parts in. Mm -hmm. A lot of times I go back and change mine because what he's done is just more magical. Mm -hmm. Let me react to him instead of yeah. saying, oh, it's got to be like I wrote it. You know? Yeah. And so when we get the drummer in and he hears, he hears what Rick's doing and what I'm doing, he does this and, and we capture that magic. Yeah, we hope, hope so. And I, I, I hope the, the EP turns out that way. Well, the three songs we've just yeah. played have been fantastic. Yeah. So now we're going to go back in your discology and play More Water, Thoughts, Longing, and Hope. Yeah. And that is off of Cake for Ghosts. It's Cake for the Ghost, yeah. Cake for the Ghost. Mm -hmm. And I want to come back and uh, have you think about this while we're playing this song. What is, some, what, are, what is something your fans would like to know about you that you've never shared? Okay. We're going to come back with that, Wahid, if we could. Interestingly, we were talking uh, while we were listening to that great song, More Water, Thoughts, Longing, and Hope. Uh, that was recorded at Mount Perrin, right? In Roswell. Well, actually, uh, John's, where's Mount Perrin? Kind of right on the border there. It, yep, Kennesaw. In, in oh, Mount area. Perrin, Kennesaw. Yeah. Okay, yeah. gotcha. They, they have, a, they have their, their church down near 75 and yeah, 285, okay. but they have a scholastic campus up in Kennesaw. Yeah, yeah. very cool. Yeah. Wow. And it was, so, uh, uh, something your fans want to know about you that uh, you've never shared? Because um, we're in we're, specifics here, Rick. We're know? a lot younger than we look. <laughs> Just lived very hard. So, And you had an afro. We, I, I, we I, determined that. I, I, I think I also had an afro. Did you? Nice. Probably. Probably. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, and the cosmic sled. We're going yeah. to get a resurrection on the cosmic sled. Uh, yeah, I'd love to. I mean, that thing was... was, a, was, was uh, Unique. Yeah, well, it was just a, it was just a project of love and passion too. Yeah. It was just you lived on it for months and yeah, all around the country and you know you had three there's three guys in the band, three guys in the crew, and yeah, I have all that a lot of that on video because one of the guys because the whole thing is we uploaded the internet at the yeah. truck stop, right to the 56k, you know, so it was horrible stuff. But I had a lot of these in their own high eight tape at the time. Yeah. So I got a lot of a lot of great video. We got the key. I think I wrote in my little thing. I got the key to the city at Cocker City, yeah. Kansas. Yeah. The mayor wow. came out. The whole town came it's out. A big deal. Well, because MTV had announced that we were playing there. Yeah. And MTV but, was kind of in its nascent stage, wasn't it? Well, I mean, this is 95, 6. Yeah, I mean, so it was, they were, but they weren't. 
I mean, Carlotta is still on there yeah, doing yeah. The, the news with the world yeah, going yeah, around. Yeah. But he said we, Rolling Stone. we were playing the world, you know, they kind of did our little EPK because we had an EPK filmed. Yeah. And you essentially you send that, the publicist will send it and they'll cut it up and they'll yeah. put, the, you know what I mean? So they didn't fly out, you know. Yeah. But anyway, same thing with CNN. Oh, no, CNN actually did send a crew in New York when we played in front of the, in front of Grand Central. But yeah. um, anyway, the, uh, so Kurt Loder says, okay, and, and Sonic Joy will be at the world's largest bug in Providence, Rhode Island yeah. on X day. It was the world's largest bug. bug. Oh, yeah. yeah you drove, it's on, <laughs> on 95. Yeah. It's on top of an exterminator. I mean, it's this huge bug. <laughs> we played there. I had a great gig, too, because people... It was sort of an industrial area. Yeah. And we just set up, started playing because we had to get the video and then we'd move on. We did like three a day. Yeah. And uh, man, the uh, the people kind of out of nowhere. It was a lot of fun to throwing beers up at the, up at us. <laughs> and then, Rock and, roll. Uh, and then the world's largest <laughs> bottle of twine in Cawker City, Kansas, on oh. you know May whatever. Yeah. Well, you know we're in New Ham we started in New Hampshire, yeah. going all the way to L.A. and back. So yeah. we got delayed a few days. So the day they said we'd be in Cawker City, they started coming out. No band. Next day, no band. Third day, no band. So fourth day, we roll up. It's like one road town. There's a pavilion with a giant ball of twine. Yeah. We're like, oh, there it is. Let's get it. Let's, open. Let's do a show and make yeah. a movie. And a pickup truck pulls up. And like, are you guys the MTV band? We're like, yep. And like, okay. And he drove. And next thing you know, the whole town, came, everybody, the mayor. And this was before uh, any kind of technology right. to send oh, the word. It was, it was right. like, it right. was Paul Revere. Paul Revere. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Paul Revere. Paul the MTV Re band. No, not Paul Revere, so the Raiders. Oh, Sorry, Michael. And so I got Paul this Revere. great, great <laughs> video, though. Like, our sound man, his son was with us for a while. And he got his first kiss on camera with these girls in Cawker City. Oh, and then, wow. And these Jeez. other girls had cut her hair. Because for the movie that we're working <laughs> yeah, on, you gotta, I've been going through all these archives. Right, and there's these girls, and they got to be in their 30s now, right? Because yeah. they're like, okay, this is Riggs, this is Chris, and like our locks they're of our hair. taking your hair? Oh, my oh, God. Yeah, I mean, this was a big thing. So, ladies things. out there, if you have those locks of hair, I oh, think gosh. Rick would like it back. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. I'd just like to say thank you. Well, maybe if, Stephen if, wants it. If Stephen wants it. I want Rick's hair <laughs> implants. implants. I just would thank them for caring so yeah, much and wondering right. how. Well, oh. it, interestingly enough, and then we, we'll get back to, you know, the reason we're here. Truck. What is the reason? Um, but there, there was a woman out in, Sa sure. in San Francisco, yeah. in, in uh, Sacramento, yeah. worked for whatever TV station, and she was live remote. We're at the Capitol, top of yeah. the bus, doing the whole thing. Yeah. And she's there, and uh, her name was uh, something. Go, I forget. I got it written down. Anyway, I looked her up. Yeah. On LinkedIn, and she's like she's somewhere in Delaware. Well, she's out of California, oh, oh. but I'm gonna hit her up at, when yeah. this movie comes. Yeah. You know, just it was like you you're gonna remember the band on top of the bus that you yeah. got at nine o'clock in the morning in front of the. Pretty memorable. Because the police show up all the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there was like 15 cops that ended up around the Capitol. Yeah. We played in front of the Washington Monument. Just ask, to see what's going leave. on. Oh, no, we got to oh, leave yeah. a oh, lot. I see. <laughs> oh, we got, I mean, I don't think our sound guy can go in some cities because he's got tickets by outstanding. Because <laughs> we, we keep playing. They go yeah. them and oh, it's a lot of that on video. It's hilarious. It'd be, it'd be a oh, good, good film. But, Can't uh, wait. What are you thinking, uh, Release date. Years. Oh, years. Okay. I mean, it's, it's just good. development. All right, so we need, stay tuned, people. Well, we'll have them back. <laughs> we go, well, um, there's a, you know, we need, it needs, there's a lot that needs to happen, but we have some yeah. serious people involved, so. Good. It could be, it could be good, but it. Could uh, be sooner, maybe. But that, but that band utilized a lot of the same technology that I do now. Like, With like, Puzzle Truck. Yeah, because Steve was talking earlier about the Athens influences mm -hmm. and all that, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm really a child of the 90s as far as mm -hmm. a musician, like mm -hmm. in a band road dog in it. Mm -hmm. And I, I think we bring these tools to the 2023s. Mm -hmm. So our songs have a little reflection of that, I think. Yeah, right. They're not quite now, yeah. but they are because we're alive and we're making them. Right. But we're using these old tools. I got, you know, technology. I mean, I'm triggering stuff for guitars yeah. that are flying in and out and low sub torsy pedal to make. Because we want to sound a three-piece, yeah. sound like, you know, an arena band, which we try to do. So this we are almost out of time, but we got to get one more song in. A well, we don't have to, but I want to. A Bicycle of Red, and that's off the uh, cake for ghosts. But when we come back, because three-piece is a consistent common denominator, I'd like you all to think about what your ideal three-piece band would be. Living or uh, dead musicians, three-piece. We'll be right back and get the answer to both, or both of their answers to that question. Bicycle of Red off of Cake for Ghosts, 2019 release, Puzzle Truck.
Icicle of Red. That was recorded at Mount Perrin. Also, that's Cake Awe for Ghosts. And that, uh, as Jeannie Karen says, love their unique storytelling. You definitely want to check out their soon-to-be-released Sound Paint. You can find it on all the uh, usual platforms. And uh, we asked a question. We, I got, me and Cathead asked a question. (laughs) (laughs) Name a three-piece band you can put together. You're the the manager and you can pick anybody. I'll start with whoever wants to go first. Living or dead artist. So, you know, I think that uh, when I when I think about a three piece, yeah, and we talk about it because we've been a three piece, and yeah. and Rick um, was a three piece with uh, and and Rick was a three piece with Sonic Joyride, yeah. um, but I think the and this is because I'm a bit of a fanboy, but I just love what the police did. Mm. I you had this very jazz sort of guitar player that didn't play all these heavy leads that you were you know like in the hair bands in the eighties, yeah. right? Yeah. Who's doing some very unique things, and you know, so you'd, this, be, you'd just say police. I would just say the police, and okay. they because they had they just had three different players, yeah. that did their own thing, and somehow it it worked yeah. for a very short sample. I mean, what they do, yeah. they were there five albums or yeah. something, and so I always thought about them as just being a, a unique three piece and yeah. how big they could sound, and that's kind of one of the things that Rick what and you I guys talk were about, talking about, how you to know, make just three piece sound right, great. and so. Yeah. Because, you know, I do a few things with guitar, but Rick's over there and he's got samples and, you know, yeah. it just, it makes it amazing. So, Love it. anyway, but I, I've often thought about a three-piece and the, I thought the police just did that great. Beautiful. So, yeah. I love it. Yeah. And Rick? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> really the cat head's kicked in, yeah, hasn't that's it? That's a really yeah. good answer. No, that's a good answer. Thank you, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what? No, I mean... <laughs> I mean, I think I think Paul McCartney well and Steve Gadd would be cool ah, rhythm yes. section. I just yes. can't figure out. Yes. And you get the singer, so you got to think of another singer, guitar player, or yeah. a keyboard player. You know, maybe um, you know, it would be cool. Maybe yeah. Doctor John. Oh, look at that! <laughs> Doctor John, that. Paul McCartney, and yeah. Steve Gadd. That, I love it. Very cool. I w- in a thousand is- years I would not have said <laughs> but I like that John. That's, oh, that's awesome. what I mean. You want to kind of yeah, mix it, it up. Very cool. And I'm not going to tell you mine on the air. But at any rate, we are out of time. Just had a fab- fabulous conversation. Loving us some Cathead. Loving some Puzzle Truck music. And we are out of here. Ride the vibe. Michael in the last DJ. DRS ATL. Better late than never Here's my thanks to Every place my song on the